1: Uh, Carl has uh, one of my favorite podcasts ever. He doesn't create content, he just takes other people's shit and shares it. Cuz cuz a roo cuz a Who are these podcasts? They do a show about shows. This is a podcasting expert. It's hilarious. The show's hilarious. <laughs> it's showtime. <laughs>
2: W. A. T. P. W. A. T. P. Oh, wow, bringing the energy. Hello, bag slappers and cuzaroos, and welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that people listen to while shitting at work. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week is Gavin from Buffalo. Hey, Carl, thanks for having me back. Thanks for coming back, Gavin. I'm glad you didn't invest in a microphone. Sound great. Yeah. I but, apologize. Nice everyone. job. I'm on a <laughs> shitty headset. If you would like to support the show, please buy our merchandise. Go to whoarethese.com. Click the link over to our wehavemerch.com page. Don't forget to leave us a voicemail, 585 612 1388. I have a bunch of voicemails to get to today. Email the show, WATP show at gmail. Uh, Don't forget to give us a five-star review on iTunes and then shit all over us in the comments section. I have a bunch of new comments to talk about later today. Uh, But first, Gavin and I will be reviewing a podcast called How It Obviously Ends. This came in from Ryan, who also wanted us to bring back dorkles, so that's going back a little ways. Gavin and I have both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. We have a podcast hosted by Craig and Danny. And for the episode that we listened to, they bring on a guest host, Michael. And so these three guys are doing this show. What'd you think, Gavin? I thought they had a good format, actually. I thought it was pretty uh, pretty well done. It's a, definitely an interesting concept, kind of like WATP, where I don't think they, they can keep going with this concept, right? I agree. I thought that the premise of the show... Was outstanding. Do you have a clip that kind of sums up the premise?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my first clip. Actually. Okay. And uh, anyway, so now it's time to introduce, I believe, our guest to the show.
0: Great idea. With us today is Mike. Hey guys, thrilled
3: to be here. Good. Um, would you be a dear and describe the the format of our show? We. For new listeners, for absolutely people. sure. It's a fun game show podcast released, I think, once a week. The premise is mm-hmm. this: we kind of fell off that way. Should we? We've been saying week, but we've it's more like month these days, right? Probably. Should we, <laughs> we should just oh. say like we ir- irregular, right? Is that a safe? And week? why is that though? Why uh, why did the frequency uh, change? It's uh, some, you know. It's hard dealing with the uh, difficult uh, co-hosts. Sometimes it's, mm-hmm. it's So it's, can, so can we The Uh, description of the show? No, but you can continue. Are they still talking about this? We watch the first half of a movie. (laughs) We all predict how we think the movie will end. Yes. Correct. Uh, Can you please tell Uh, people what movie we're watching? Playing for Keeps. Yes. Okay. My clip editing uh, has to be sharp, and this is only episode two for me. That's fine.
2: They actually, that's a good clip because it not only explains what the show is about, it also gives you a glimpse into their shtick that they do where it's nonstop, shticky improv comedy bullshit, and I'm looking forward to getting into that. But first, I want to say they watch half of a movie, they they actually kind of summarize what the movie is leading up to it, and then they predict how it will end, and then they go back and watch the second half and determine who won and lost. I think that's a great format. I really like that a lot. It's fun. Yeah, it seems like they it gives them a lot of room to work with, right? Right, and the movie they picked is this terrible... Harvey Weinstein movie from the 80s that no one's ever seen. Bad 80s movies. That's my favorite kind of movie. I know, me too. Those are great. I'm a sucker for it. I got to give a shout out to Good Time. what is it called? Good Times, Great Movies, or whatever that podcast was that Jen and I reviewed. Uh, The host sent me that um, Can't Stop the Music movie DVD in the mail Oh! after we reviewed his show. So keep sending gifts after I shit on you, people. That's... Fantastic. I like that precedent. That's a good one to send. You can send all my gifts to Carl. He'll route them to me. Exactly. Please. There we go. Yeah. The the pipe bombs and everything else you want to send to Gavin <laughs> can go right to me. So I, I thought this was a decent premise. I will tell you that it was semi-enjoyable to hear them doing their spiel where they're like, okay, this is, uh, this is what I think is going to happen next. I didn't really clip any of those pieces. Do you have any parts that you thought were compelling from that? I did clip them, but honestly, after playing a 52 second long one, uh, I'm not sure we have got to get in right to them. I think the the, the fun part. Some self confidence, stupid. Come on. Uh, the, the fun part about the guys was the just some of the deadpanning. So they half their podcast is the premise, right? Yeah. And the other half is filled with a whole bunch of filler skits. I don't even and know if it's half. Yeah, it's it's mostly the, bits, mostly bits. Yeah, and the bits. A lot of them they drop pretty heavy you know they just like oh okay but there's a couple that were funny okay I'm all ears there was a couple that were funny
4: let let me play you you,
2: let me me, let me play a couple of these bits play play, you want the funny one you want to save that one save that one all right because I thought was funny because I'll tell you I was listening to the show it got off to such a rough start that they kind of lost me and there was no way I was going to start laughing at any of their bits they start off, this is bit number one. The first Here, time I listened, I had nothing. I didn't understand what was happening. I'm like, what is this podcast about? What are we getting to it? Yeah, right. right. And then, But then I listened to You have to listen to it a couple of times to do the show, right? So then yes. I understood, okay, all right, this is just, I figured it out. All right, go ahead. Play a clip. Well, right. It, it starts off, they have this premise, how it obviously ends, which is like Gavin and I both said, really good show format. But they barely do that. They just use that as an excuse to do their shitty improv.
3: This is them setting
2: up their first bit.
3: It's it's music. Of course, it's music. It's beautiful music. But I'm I'm wondering if this is possibly um, incriminating
0: us. Uh, incriminating in what way?
3: Well, we may have you know revealed a bit too much about this. I'm starting to think you know it got us into a bit of trouble. But that that's cool. Go on. Well, yeah, I don't know if we should be playing it anymore. You know, oh, because the, of this. school. Well, they're trying to find us, and it's it's kind of becoming a you know, it's a, a problem. Uh huh. But I'm thinking there's a way to get around it. Oh, I'm all ears. Please. Okay, let me let me try this. Is this is a it's a phone call. Yeah, let me try. it. There's a guy who. Oh, you calling a guy?
1: I don't know.
3: Thank you, Cobra Commander. <laughs> this is how the show starts. This is the first thing
2: that happens out of the gate. You have this noise happening on a piano, and they go, "I don't know if we can play that." It's incriminating, and apparently, they broke into a school and pounded down a piano and recorded it's it. Sh- it's all part of their shtick, the improv shtick, to set up the prank call. And it, it 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 takes a long time to get to a single chuckle, right? I don't want to say laugh. It, it it takes five minutes to get a little. <laughs> That's well, it. so the, yeah, so then they call this guy, uh Kevin, so you're calling this a prank call? Yeah, but I've got the full prank call on that clip. So you don't think this is a just their buddy? I don't because I did other po- other episodes. Oh okay, I did, good. I did check other episodes. I so. like that you do the research. That's good. They, okay, they got a, they got a little bit of a format, right? So the yep. movie part obviously is in every part. Even some of the the bits they do are recurring bits. So this Brenda woman, this fictional character, she's pitching a shitty product. Brenda's baby update that is carried through multiple episodes. Okay, right? So they keep coming back to the same thing, but they twist this this each skit a little bit each time. So there's consistency in format. So points for that. But Gotcha. Some of the stuff isn't that funny. So there are various prank calls, and one guy immediately goes, "You guys are just you're messing with me. I get it." And it was kind of you know all right so this is they didn't get through so (laughs) this is the prank to this guy kevin who they're they're talking to him about his legal advice for what they should do about this fact that they broke into a school and gave cocaine to teenagers i don't know i I mean forget about it hello hi uh
3: kevin that's me thanks for thanks for joining us um on such uh short notice do you prefer to go by Kevin, or should we just—if you want to just use your initials—that's just because we're gonna may talk about like illegal stuff potentially. Uh, I'm good with whatever you like, you know.
5: But illegal stuff in what, in what regard?
3: Um, okay, so I guess the the reason we're calling—we've been having this problem. You might—you may know—with uh, the our, our some of the music that we use, like some recordings <sighs> that we've used on the show. In the past with, like, um, one of our licensing guys, and we've, like, we're kind of in trouble, I guess. Uh, so we're hoping to get your, like, pick your brain, and, like, hopefully you can help us.
1: I mean, this is something not, I mean, licensing stuff? I don't know.
3: This is what I hate about this style of improv, and I've heard it on other shows
2: recently. I can hear them thinking. It's right, not right. a conversation if you're going, yeah, hey, uh, I we were listening to this uh, music, and is there... And then the, this call just goes nowhere very fast. They're just stumbling to have a conversation. I thought you were... Are
3: you, uh, I thought... How did we get connected?
6: Boy, I don't know. That's what
7: I'm trying to do the math on here.
3: Okay. Is... Do you have... Any, okay, let's just keep this general then. Uh, do you have any tips on how you might be able to, like, press someone on, like... If we're having, in general terms, like, even if you don't know this guy, you know?
1: Dude, I have no idea what you're talking about. So we need to get some details here or, I mean, it's just, this is going to go nowhere. Check out the big brain on Brad.
2: It's a Canadian prank call. These guys are from Toronto. Oh, are they? Very, is that why I'm not polite. understanding? It's a polite prank call. It's you a cultural thing. Rude. It's a cultural thing. It's a cultural yeah, thing. I'm ve- going to tease you, but I'm not going to offend you. Very odd call that goes nowhere there's nothing interesting about it and i guess i didn't realize because i haven't listened to multiple episodes that that's what what that bit was they just try to confuse them one one time my friends got in a fight outside of a bar and i tried to diffuse the situation i was just too drunk and all i could do is this guy's really angry it's just hey let's just say weird things to him and confuse him so just say you want to bang dicks you're trying to bang dicks with this guy what's going on on?" and he looked at me like i'm not gay i want to fight yeah, but so Gavin, know, just slowed get, him down and confused him. <laughs> p- please, please get to the uh, the punchline. Did you get guys had up banging dicks or not? Nobody banged dicks, but oh, nobody okay. got nobody got punched. So it's a win-win. <laughs> All right, that's that's a good rule. That's the uh, W A T P tip of the day. Tell a guy who wants to fight you, you want to bang dicks. You didn't want to fight me. You want to fight somebody else. I just stepped in. I, I acted crazy. So what? He wanted bang. to bang. He, he wanted to dock with you, but he wanted to fight your right. buddy. Right, he's looking for the reach round from me while he was fighting my friend. That makes sense. Yeah. It's here's kind of the, hard, though, logistically. Here's the setup of their second bit, and it just goes bit to bit to bit to bit. They obviously have this all planned out. Here's the uh, the setup.
3: As you know, we've been combating this uh, sort of tide of uh, one star, shitty one star ratings.
0: Yes, many of our fans seem to have it out for us.
2: So I heard this setup, and I said, Oh, I want a lot of one star ratings. I can relate to these guys. They must be like me with over 300 one-star ratings. So I go on their page. They have 13 ratings total, <laughs> which, I would, which means they have 12 friends because one of them is a one-star review. They have one single one-star. They're fucking amateurs when it comes to one-star reviews. They have no idea. But anyway, they set up this bit, and they say that uh, when you get a one-star review, we have this software. And we can figure out who these people are, right? Remember this, Brett? That's their slow Canadian comedy, right? This is the improv. They, they can figure out who these people are because of the software that they have. And not only that, but they can somehow listen to them through their smartphone. And then
3: they play this gag. And part two of the service is pretty cool. You want to you wanna listen to it?
0: Uh, oh, yes. Okay, let me
3: play it. Let me play this
4: um
0: what do you think of that so i think i'm i think i may be missing uh something
2: yeah i think i may be missing something as well because they just do that clip out of nowhere it doesn't make any sense and then they
3: explain what that is user uh, eternal love 1987 okay uh aka paul from southampton england oh and that's him masturbating
0: <laughs> he, he coughs he coughs an awful lot for masturbating
3: and by the way uh paul i give your masturbating a one star what, ah. do, what do you think what do yes you think? one i agree one star think mm.
1: about it would this be interesting to you would you listen to this
2: thank you bonnie so the again the the, the style which i don't know if we touched on or not but it's a deadpan delivery right, right. The, don't laugh don't don't respond let's just go through right and so in, in that case when you listen to the the collective whole right um there's some bad skits. There are you know bits. They're actually punched up by the laugh, right? Like sure. You watching Jimmy Fallon on SNL? Yeah. It could be a terrible, not funny skit when, he starts, when he starts cracking himself up. When he starts
1: breaking up, then yeah.
2: it kind of adds to it. So I, I give him points where they stick to their their shtick, which is deadpan delivery. Hey, and- Gavin, not to shun your point, but at the end of the show. <laughs> They start doing this uh, Mad Lib style rapping, this horrorcore rap, and they start <laughs> cracking each other up. This is them breaking, as you mentioned, all right, all because right. this is so funny to them. Again, they're so, they're, they're Mad face. lipping, They're they're Mad a rap song.
3: And then I was lighting? thinking, um, I think that's a great start. And then I was thinking, like, even scarier might be like, um, I don't know if it's called like h- horrorcore rap or you know that kind of stuff okay where they rap about like killing and that kind of stuff you know like bad things like, they like rap uh, about bad things like killing yeah <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: you're right it's few and far between when they actually laugh they right. do keep a deadpan until they start actually going through this bit I'm a psycho killer and I don't have a car <laughs> <laughs>
1: people are idiots
2: i don't know if you were getting enjoyment <laughs> from that it was the I did. lamest improv
1: no i did the I guy would I just did.
2: do a sub and be like hey i'm gonna break into your house so like, like huh? uh, Am I? did i miss maybe maybe it was the bad delivery of the rest but i i did enjoy that you did enjoy that <laughs> yeah. did, did you have any did you have any other bits that you wanted to play that okay. you uh, enjoyed all of a sudden, I'm a fanboy, and I'm going to move up to Toronto
3: and be one of, be a hoser here. Uh, go ahead and play 7. Quick uh, 7. Right. Product, uh, okay, so you know those services that you like take your one. pet's fur and you turn it into a sweater? You gather the fur, and you give it to these people, and they make a sweater out of your pet in case it ever something bad
0: happens to it. Okay, I, God, I know about it now. God, God forbid. Yeah.
3: So the service that Brenda's offering is kind of like that, uh, but it's for couples that are in love. That's nice. So it's kind of like a cute way to keep your boo-boo. Uh, Am I saying that right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I Uh, believe that's what they say. Yeah, with you, um, even when you're uh, apart, God forbid. Right, God forbid. So you mail her your used um, rubbers, you know, and she... (laughs) Rubbers. Yeah, so she melts them down, like the the actual rubber and the residue. Okay. Okay, and you know what I'm talking about when I say residue, right?
0: Um. Gotcha.
3: You know, yeah, yeah. Wink. So in the microwave, and then she turns the stuff into a variety of uh, products for the couple for, um, you know, being a apart.
0: Um, well, that, that this, you know, what I have, I have high hopes in this product. This so sounds better than the rest. She's pushing um, the one she's pushing is the lip balm,
3: huh. um, but she also Three has a funny. contact solution, a nasal <laughs> oh. spray, and um, the ink refills.
0: A lot of them. Um, there's a yeah. lot of stuff you're putting into your body. It seems. Uh, uh, I like the lip, well, lip balm.
3: You eat ink lip refills made out of rubbers. You
2: liked that? So they they take <laughs> they take use rubbers. They put it in the microwave, and then it's lip balm. This is this is one of the sticks where they are selling a shitty product. It's it takes a long time to get there. It really does. So so you like anything that's just nonsense words thrown together that makes zero sense? This is this is I comedy might. to you. I might. I giggled. I giggled. Wow! <laughs> I'm surprised. I thought we were going to be yeah. on the same page on this one. I know. I don't think we are. I don't think we are. They I talk about. So that is this product idea. And then they go into, oh, you know, we're selling a new product. And of course... Oh, that was bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this, is always, this is always good. You always want to talk about the fact that you're selling adult diapers because comedy just takes care of itself from there. Here is uh, the setup to this bit. So
0: we unleashed our first product. It's um, adult uh, diapers. Our faces are on them. And when they get wet, they go from my face to Danny's face. So I decided to Reach out to some buyers and get their reviews. Oh, on the
3: reviews on the on the product. The reviews are important, too, because that can make or break your product.
2: So, Gavin, are you following this? They have adult diapers where there's a picture of one of the guy's faces on the diaper. And then when you pee, the picture turns into the other guy's face. I feel like you're, speaking of faces, I feel like you're throwing this back in my face. Like, you thought this was funny? Here's some horrible shit. That's exactly <laughs> right. I'm also talking to all the Hollywood Handbook fans out there. Did, <laughs> did you hear a review of that show? Uh, yes. Have of you... course, I know all your shows. <laughs> Good answer. I don't know if you've ever listened to Hollywood Handbook, but it's the exact same thing. If the, I, I assume that anyone who likes that show has to like this show too, because you can just talk about nonsense. Yeah, we were selling adult diapers. <laughs> Isn't that funny? And uh, so then they, they get into this reviews that are coming in, and the, the one guy does a callback to the previous bit. Remember, we were talking about the one-star reviews. So he's he's quick on the draw here.
0: But upon opening the extremely heavy package, I realized they were already drenched in urine. Uh, one star. The one star.
3: Jesus. Okay. Okay, we'll figure out who he is mm-hmm. cuz we have that software to to get a, you know, that that's not a problem and we can we'll change his the star. But I uh, did we do the are we selling them by weight? Is that why because that's a that's
0: uh, you a, know what? I, I left it up to sort of a fulfillment company to Right. Mm. <laughs> um all right. Silent. Let me, let me just talk
2: about the uh, them wrapping this up. This is the big payoff of this adult diaper gag that they're doing.
0: Um, I bought these diapers for my six-month-old. And
2: remember, this is a review that they're reading that's coming in about the product that they're selling
0: to all their ones of listeners. You have to dispel <laughs> belief for a second here. I bought these diapers for my six month old boy as they were much cheaper than the name brand ones. That's cute.
3: Little, little, little guy.
0: Yeah. Upon soiling one, he began to cry uncontrollably. Whatever cheap materials were used burned my son's penis so badly he had to be forcibly circumcised to save it. Uh, One star.
2: Okay. I just want to back up and try to understand this gag, Gavin. They're, they're selling adult diapers, right? But this guy bought one for his six month old baby. And then the material that these diapers are made out of is so poorly constructed that somehow it burned the baby's penis off. I don't even know why I'm making fun of this. That's, that's actually a great gag. That's a perfectly crafted joke. I, it's fun for the whole family. Everyone can get into it. I'm going to break down the fourth wall. I'm going to see my mom tomorrow for her birthday. I'm going to tell her that joke. That, that's her kind of humor right there. Anything dealing with the genitalia of babies and penises getting burned off at six months old—hilarity, always you're good, be, you're always be so good. Still so popular. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are they talking about? All right, Cam, what else you got? You got some uh, clips that you enjoyed here? Uh, you know, I think we, we focus on that like the first half, right, of, yeah. of their show, right? So uh, let's think about. I, mean, I do think I want to hear what your take is on their editing. If you listen to the oh, second half, they've I, got a lot of stuff. I have prepared. that. Well, so maybe we're it's talking about like the bad side of it. I'm on the good side of it. Whereas yes. when they get to the movie, right? How do you take a podcast, which they've wasted? Uh, it's maybe 48 minutes. They've wasted 30 some minutes on these bits, right? Oh, at, it... at 21 minutes in, at 21 minutes in, they haven't listened. They haven't talked about the movie yet at all. <laughs> they say
3: this. And then there's just one more thing before we can move on, which is, ah,
1: I can't fucking take
2: it. We've gone through eight of their fucking bits at this point. And then they're like, okay, we just got one more thing. Like, I thought you guys were going to talk about this movie and how it might add. It's, it's a good premise. You just can't get there. But anyway, yes. Go on. So my point on the premise is how yeah. do you deliver that? How do you bring your listeners along with you? Right. So I thought they did a very good job. They jammed a whole bunch. So their format is, uh, talk about the movie real quick. They jam a whole bunch of audio clips from the movie, mm-hmm. right? Fast cuts, fast cuts. Then they actually each sort of recap in their own words how the movie went. Right. I was I was very much impressed by that part. I at first I thought they were just playing the trailer, because like you said, it's just fast cuts of like this line from the movie, this line from the movie, scene, scene, scene. But they, I think they put that all together. as so, I was going to say, I've never seen this movie, but somebody who's listening to it, you kind of like you got all the main points. Yep. Right then they filled in all the gaps with a little bit of back and forth between the three guests. Right. Right. Then they go into predictions and the predictions are kind of silly, like some, you know, some real yep. ones, some stupid ones. Sure. Then they, then they do the same thing on the second half of the movie. They put all the clips together. Right. And then they recap the second half for you and then they score themselves. Right. So that part, as we go you know, back to the beginning of the conversation, the premise is actually pretty good and they delivered on it, but they just ruined the podcast with the first half. You liked it, so maybe they didn't ruin it. I thought it was hot garbage, but... <laughs> oh, because I just don't get that kind of humor where you just say random nonsense and you're supposed to laugh at that. But I like whatever. I, yeah, maybe, that, maybe that's great. But I totally agree with you. I give them high, high marks for the editing, the production value. They seem to put a lot of effort into the show, which, Stuttering John, are you listening? Putting effort into a show, making it... Uh, I got some shit on Stuttering John later. But anyway... Yeah, I, I was impressed by that. I thought they did a really nice job. I wish they would just gotten to it sooner because a listener like me who's listening to 80 million podcasts in a month's time, just trying to figure out what they like, you're not ever going to get to that part. They weren't just sitting in a bar or on the street just randomly recording. <laughs> Who would do that? Who would just walk around the street <laughs> I mean, or hang got, out in a bar? <laughs> they understand how to do a podcast,
4: right? Right. I It may I mean, not
2: be funny for you or for parts, you know, it may not be funny, but they... They do a good podcast, Maybe but Gavin, you say podcast. you say that they they're not walking around on the street or sitting in a bar. But I don't think that anyone does that, right? No, I mean, that would be you'd, have to you'd, be, you'd be an, you'd an idiot, have to be a complete idiot. You'd have to be fucking retarded to think that would make a good podcast, right? Okay, so that was just a weird thing that you said. Then it had nothing to do with anything. I was taking the most absurd thing, you know, when you're trying to make a point you got to go with the extremes after they do the whole movie thing that gavin just explained do you have any clips you want to play that that summarize any of that I'll, g- I'll give you one yeah um where is it right clip number four okay this is them recapping the first half of the movie i think we've already they played the movie clips i do have that but that's not worth it for your listeners let's just go right into them sort of recapping
0: okay
3: yeah. Now, the head of the town, who also happens to be on this um...
0: The mayor, more or less Yeah, he's, let's For call him the sake, yeah. He
3: comes by and he offers to buy the hotel
0: For $11,000
3: Yeah, which sucks They And Spikes and Silk, though, are like, let's do it They're down, and yeah, Danny's let's like, do it
0: No, the hotel, we ain't gonna sell the hotel Because <laughs> yeah. he's an
3: Italian-American And he has that can-do yeah. spirit <laughs> They keep the hotel they fix, They're fixing it up
0: the chloe girl decides she's gonna move into the hotel and that's where we paused and now we get to the predicting the meat of yeah. this podcast
3: this sandwich is, um, so guest um please tell us your prediction
2: yes okay so there's a, there's production they have a music bed going behind it you kind of know which segment you're in because they do a nice job of putting in a, a music bed underneath them when they're doing these parts when he quotes the one guy, when he said, no, we ain't going to sell the hotel. I, I've giggled every time I've heard that. Wow. I don't know I don't know why. I just no no wonder you're a fan of WATP. You're easily <laughs> amused. I am. I am. So I want to talk about their editing. And I give them a lot of credit because it's one of the things I've railed about quite a bit on this show. Podcasters will record. They'll never go back and listen. They'll just upload it. It's like, dude, just go back and listen to it and edit some shit out. Here is a bit after they do the whole part of the show that's actually the meat of the show, in their words, they start doing bits again, and this is them
3: setting up yet another bit. Um, if you recall, last episode, mm-hmm. you were doing some gross spitting or something like that in the. Uh, that's correct. For, for some s-
0: reason, because I won the spitting contest. Yes. For
3: yeah, whatever. Oh, the yes ending. I
2: don't know. I don't know what your relationship is with improv comedy, but. Every time I hear that kind of nonsense, it pisses me off. So remember last week you were spitting in the studio? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a spitting contest. Like, they have to, like, keep the fucking narrative going. And I would just be like, no, I wasn't spitting in the studio. That's fucking retarded. What else you got? Did you write anything down? Do you have a joke? Anyway, this is, uh, so that's, that's the setup. And then he explains that there is a genetic testing site that he was trying to woo as a sponsor to the show. So, again, just more random nonsense. And uh, so that's this part. So I was
3: uh, trying to court a sponsor recently, just mm-hmm. to get a bit of you know the uh, one of the genetic testing um, <laughs> sites. Actually, I used your spit. Oh, I got good. your spit um, analyzed. Yeah. I thought it'd be like a goodwill gesture. Oh to yeah, like, yeah. You, you know, you. use their yeah. product. Anyway,
2: so we got the guy's spit analyzed by this genetic testing. That's the setup to the gag. Yes. But cool. what I wanted to point out about this clip is. Now, you heard earlier, I was playing those bits where they're thinking through the conversation and it's a lot of stammering and thinking. I don't know what this guy did, but he obviously fucked this up so badly he had to go back and edit it. I'm going to zoom in on a couple of parts that you just heard and you could hear this edit. Here's the first one. Do you know, the, what are the... So that's the same guy talking. You can hear it fade up. He, he cut out whatever wherever went into nonsense land and then faded up the next part you know what are the and then here's another exit. Can you hear? I mean, I'm I'm looking at a very tidy piece here. Is that no, I'm sense? Just thinking about what do you do all, all with all your time? Like you you're really zeroed in on this. I'm just worried about your personal life. It's not going well. No, it's no, not I'm, going yeah. well, Gavin. i my mind left. It's <laughs> mostly reading hate tweets and zooming in on people's podcasts to figure out where they edited it. All right, here's the uh here's the other edit that I picked up just from that little clip right there. Sites actually. I used your all right, what's interesting about this is that the way he edits this, he actually overlaps himself talking, which can't be done in real life, so it's an obvious edit. If someone talks over another person, that happens all the time. But listen, it's the same guy. It's actually I used yours. It's very obviously edited. Put a little fucking room in there. Let it breathe for a second. Anyway, I appreciate that they edit. Here's the so, final payoff. Yeah, go ahead. I'm just thinking, you know, hopefully you're not going to judge my clips because... I got my first editing software just recently. I was oh. like, "Oh, this is this, this is confusing." There's lines and there's there's little bars and they're moving. This is <laughs> I'm silently judging you all the time. You just openly judge because I do to you. All right. Well, that's true. Here is the payoff to this whole. I I got this genetic
3: testing from your spit gag. So it turns out that you have a uh, brain disorder. Uh oh, which it kind of like clouds your cognitive abilities, okay. I suppose, mm-hmm. and um, it makes a, a thinking basically impossible f- oh, for you. This So anyway, I guess I would like to apologize to you because um, I've made some ignorant comments to you over the I guess the last year or however long we've done this podcast. Yes. And I I probably I may have come across as being like insensitive or insulting or whatever.
0: Um
3: I just I had no idea. So I
0: apologize. I appreciate that. I, I didn't want to say anything cuz you know, I didn't think you knew.
1: What is this garbage? How do they have a podcast? This is bullshit.
0: This Anadian
2: is Canadian humor. This is the, no, it's not Canadian. This is, I don't know what this improv thing is. It's, I've heard it on a lot of these podcasts. Dick Masterson last week when he was on the show talked about this UCB training, you know, Upright Citizens Brigade, because he used to do that out in LA and it's this yes-anding nonsense. We're if, if you and I were doing an improv skit right now, I could be like, so Gavin, I heard about your uh, amazingly tiny penis. How's that going for you? Oh yes, I do have an amazing Right. Experience. You have to do that. That's all I would do is just insult people and make them have to go along with it. That all would I be funny. Of, all I could think of is Michael Scott and he kept pulling out the gun He's in the in the office. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, it's it's infuriating to me because it's, it's not well done, it's not clever, it's not interesting. Anyone can do this. Anyone can do what they're doing. In my in my humble, humble opinion. What do I know, right? Asking the same question. Gavin, what else you got on uh, on our friends here? Um, what's it called? How it obviously ends. Well, I th- you know, I, th- I think we've nailed them. And, and I know there's a, a section coming up where I, I think we both have a lot of material. Um, oh, so you're ready well, to move on. What's that? You're ready to move on? No, uh, We can if you want. But I, I, again, format, they stick to the format. You know, you talk about editing and format and that's yep. some of the critiques. So they do have some of those pieces, right? I mean, you have a good format, right? You review a podcast. You go to your OP segment. It's an amazing you make, format. You make some insignificant comment about or some comment about some insignificant reference that you got somewhere else. And Speaking then we go- of which, earlier this week on the Anthony Kumia show, Anthony oh. brought up WATP again. And I do have to play you this clip because what happened earlier this week is Jim and Sam on SiriusXM, Jim Norton and Sam Roberts, Got re-signed to a three-year contract. And that started a whole Twitter war between Opie and Jimmy. and Well, Ant's not on Twitter. But Ant was talking shit about Opie on his show both on Monday and Tuesday, which was a lot of fun for me. And this is Anthony in the midst of his Opie bashing.
1: He's literally Chip. I I, I listened to one of those fucking um, Who Are These podcasts. Again, I love them. Check it out. And there's one point where he goes, Opie actually had kind of a good joke. Like it was kinda okay. It passed, it passes. As like for Opie it's fucking amazing. But it's it was a good joke. And he goes, and look, like he had to say it again.
7: He well, said yeah. the joke
1: again. And then there was another one where Florentine told a joke and Opie like minutes later takes the exact same joke. And and Florentine's Ah oh, yeah yeah. <laughs>
2: Let me remind everyone what Anthony's talking about there. (laughs) Jim Florentine went to the Dolphins' home opener. And if you remember this from week one, Gavin, that game lasted seven hours because of lightning delays. Yep. And Florentine was there and he was talking about how annoying it was. He's putting on suntan lotion and they have a lightning delay. It didn't make any sense to him. So he actually comes out with a pretty funny joke about it.
7: I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Let, let, how about somebody get killed by lightning at a football game first? Yeah. And then we'll, we'll make up a rule. It's never happened before. Yeah. Toast somebody. Yeah. No one get struck by lightning in a state People fall off the fucking top level all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Right. That's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: So just to remind everyone again, Florentine says that, which is a funny joke. And then Opie... A minute and thirty-seven seconds later, decides he he came up with this joke.
5: What <laughs> the fuck with the lightning delays? Brutal. It? And I don't think we've lost one yet. No. Don't they change the rules after they lose a person or two?
7: Yeah, that's what usually yeah. happens.
5: Usually they wait a gun.
2: They... <laughs> Jim is like, yeah, yeah, that's what I was that's what I was just talking about on your show to you. Oh my god. You fucking dummy. So I guess that means that uh, it's time for OP Radio. Yeah, and I'm excited about this segment. I think it's going to be... And so We listened to episodes 51, 52, 53. They're just banging them out right now. They even put out a sizzle reel. Did you hear the sizzle reel they put out? That is just the most God-awful thing I've ever heard. <laughs> what are they doing? They put out a four-minute-long sizzle reel episode just to promote how awesome the show is going. And this was so telling. This is how the scissor reel starts off.
7: With legendary on air personality, Greg OBUs. It's not what you think. It's funny. It's smart. And it's full of great guests.
2: <laughs> it's not what you tell- think. It's funny and smart, and there's good guests. They have to tell you what to think. they think. <laughs> what need do they to tell you? But this is what you need to think. But it's what right, do they funny- think? What do they think that we were thinking? He says, It's not what you think. It's actually entertaining. Why would you say that? That's you're you obviously understand there's a problem here that Opie's not an entertaining pod- broadcaster. There's only 50 other episodes before that to the, to the until they got to the <laughs> point where they're like, it's not what you think. It's it's funny. Exactly. Well, what's happening is, and Anthony pointed this out. I, I'm not the first to say this, but what Opie is doing right now, and we talked about it last week when he set up the new voicemail line. And Joey's on there being all defensive. Hey, you know, call in, but only if you like the show. We don't want to hear from the haters. Don't shit on us. We just want to hear from the fans. He's creating this new environment. Opie is where it's like a big friendly group hug podcast. Okay. It's. I wrote this down here. It's literally the My Little Pony of podcasting now. That's it what Opie you, has become. Did you clip the Opie's Neighborhood song because that made me want to? I did. I did not. I did not. No, Do you you don't have that either? either? No. He, he does an episode where he's just walking around his, his neighborhood and talking to homeless people. And, yeah, it's got this really cheesy uh, Mr. Rogers theme going on. But he's he's trying very hard to get rid of his old persona of being Opie the Destroyer. He's changing his name now to Greg Hughes. And it's Opie Radio, but it's not what you think. It's a lot of fun, and, we're, and it's a great gag, and we're all just I'm having a, I'm fun. I'm a human being. I'm a normal
1: guy. Right.
2: Yeah, he's trying to uh, I'm lovable. He's trying to change who he is in this sizzle reel. It's so great. This sizzle reel. You have to listen to it. It's four minutes long. They're trying to play all the highlights from the first 50 episodes. to get you all excited about this podcast and how great it is. This is one of the highlights. This is when Jim Florentine, again, was on the show. This was the highlight from the interview. Jim Florentine.
5: Walking in with all his Nike gear. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow,
1: he's got he's Nike rare.
2: gear from head to toe. That was the highlight of Jim Florentine on the show? You observing his clothing? Wow, I can't wait to watch that and hear about his Nike gear. And you can't even watch it! It's just a podcast! And he's talking about his Nike gear. I couldn't think of something more boring. That was the clip that they pulled to say, this is why oh. I got to listen to Opie radio. He's talking to Jim Florentine, a very funny comedian. Who's done a lot of voiceover work. And you probably know him from cranky anchors and all these things. No, 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 no. He's wearing. look at you. You're wearing all this Nike gear. <laughs> That's fuck? funny.
0: Carl. That's real. hilarious.
2: Gavin, let's I talk about, it. let's talk about episode 52, Gary Busey. Oh, that that episode is actually listenable just because of Gary, right? Well, Gary's it's, crazy guy. Gary guys. Busey's an interesting person for sure. Yeah, he's just yeah. He, there's nobody else like him. No, there is not. But let me back up because it starts off with Opie's new intro, which I'm not understanding what's going on here.
1: Well, looky here, it's time to podcast again, live from Times Square. It's Opie Radio.
2: And this, again, this is this transition into this new version of him that's all cute and fun. It's like the Ellen DeGeneres show. He's like fucking dancing coming out. Looky here! It's time to podcast! The fuck is going on there? Um, All right, so so My Little Pony gets off to a rough start there. And then Opie spends the first seven minutes of the show talking about Gary Busey before Gary Busey comes on, which is nonsensical to me. He's like, hey, did you know he's talking to his producer, uh, Mike? He's going, hey, Mike, did you know that Gary Busey starred in this movie? And you know about his, his motorcycle accident, this happened, that happened? Like Jesus Christ, these are things you would just talk to Gary Busey about. <laughs> and then in the middle of him rambling on and on about all the fucking Wikipedia facts, he looked up about Gary Busey. This happens. And it just shows you how well-run this show is when the guest just walks in the cubicle on them. And he had the choice to join the spiritual realm or return to Earth.
5: He basically was ready to uh, to stay where he was. Gary Busey! I'm talking about you right now. You just walk are you in? Talking?
2: Are you kidding me? No, I knew you were talking about me.
1: Yeah, of course oh, I was
2: talking. Is you that know. your wife, Stephanie. Hi, yes, okay, so that's not well run at no. all you would think there'd be a no. person who would maybe motion to greg hey the guest is here and hey all right now we got coming into the studio i don't know did you guys already talk about it at some point or where did i hear this right where he he liked to keep his guests waiting as a power move well right? when he when he, he had comedian when he had comedians on he did that with jackie the Choke man a, a couple of weeks ago when he has comedians on, then he fucks them over. When he has celebrity guests, though, they should be able to come right into the studio. They probably so have Keith other Harry things to D. do. he fit on that scale? So. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> He's a celebrity. That's a good point. I know. He's a crazy madman. He's kind of, in, you know, somewhere in that middle range. He's a good guest. He's yeah. definitely a good guest and a good get. But did you clip the part as he tries to get into the room? <laughs> yeah. Actually, <laughs> Uh, so Gavin and I don't talk about what we're going to do before the show, but Gavin did send me a note and said, (laughs) you got to, you got to clip these parts where they have to force Gary Busey to come in and talk to Opie. This is so funny. Gary Busey looks around and sees this scenario of this cubicle slash studio and doesn't know what to make of it. And uh, granted, he's a little crazy. Trailing off your uh, last week's episode of WATP where you talked about cats. I don't know if you've ever tried to put a cat into a cat carrier that doesn't want to get oh, in. Oh, yeah. That, okay, that's a perfect <laughs> they, analogy. They that's Gary fall. Busey just holding on to both sides of the cubicle as they're pushing him. <laughs> he's holding the door and he's not coming in. <laughs> so. Somebody- Somebody's behind him getting scratched and clawed, and they're just jamming him into the cube. And this goes on for two and a half minutes. Here's a part of that. <laughs> oh my they're God! We were stuff. just talking about what you. Small in there? Huh? No, we have nice. No, and no, here. no, it's, it's nice here. and cozy. No, yeah, no, we, have, we have right Yeah, come on in, right, man. We have you. Yes, yes, of
0: course.
5: I'll be in. Please come in. We have you Right
2: here.
0: Yes, yes.
5: No, everything is good. Let's do this.
0: Hold, I will find no, we No, Stephanie, right we, no,
5: Stephanie we got room oh, for you. Come on here.
2: Look, come on in. So he says, there's no room in there. He goes, oh, no, 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 there's a seat right here. And then Stephanie's like, hey, hey, hey all right, you go in there. I'll, I'll go. No, no, we can get you in here too. So now they're trying to convince him to sit down in this spot that there's no room to sit. Gary, and, I'm way too crazy to be in the small. Right. <laughs> the fucking guy, he's like, I will murder someone. Do you want me to sit down this close to you? Um, so there's more convincing going on here. And I, I love that uh, his wife, Stephanie, calls... Greg Opie Hughes Studio a cracker jack box. Right. Oh, it's all good, come on man. In. Gary, come on in, buddy. There's actually seats in here as well, but oh, there's,
5: we have, there's
4: seats here? here. You
5: want to do it in the studio? To, oh no, no, no. We gotta right we on on all board board we're board all set board. here. We can have um Gary, Gary, come on in. Yeah, it's right This here. is nice and cozy. We
4: got my yeah.
5: Stephanie, come on in. I got we are okay. all set up nice for you guys, for real. You could sit right there, Gary sits there.
0: <laughs> That's this is not the scary? show! Yeah. No, they're looking no,
5: around Gary
0: <laughs> you have this in a little Cracker Jack box
5: here. <laughs> Gary, Stephanie, sit down. I got here. I, will,
4: I, I want him to sit first.
5: Okay. All right. I'll Let me set him know. up you nice. We got, we got waters. We got uh, microphones.
2: <laughs> That's the best. That's the best. Opie's explaining why it's a great place. Um, holy shit. The Sabres are up three to nothing right now. Oh, my God. I should be watching this game. He's, he's patting the couch. He's patting the couch. He's going, come on, Gary. Come on, come on. It's come on. warm. It's safe. We got water. The best is. Microphone. <laughs> the best is he says he has a microphone for him. I think it's gotten back to him that we've called him out a little bit on the fact that he never have microphones for the guests when he had uh, Jackie the Joke Man and Suttering John on. How do you brag that you have microphones? Hey, right, come on in, Gary. We have microphones. Um, Maybe he could have had cheese and crackers. I, who knows? I mean, but he has nothing. He's got microphones and water. So now Stephanie decides, I'll figure out how to get him in here. She has to move a pillow out of the way in order to make room for him.
4: Maybe you can move the pillows and he'll feel like it's more spacious.
5: That yeah, I can, I can move over this way. Thing. Look, I got. we got plenty of room over there. Great. All right? Gary's outside the studio. He's contemplating coming in.
2: Can you picture this scenario? There's a pillow. If you move a pillow, now there's enough space for this guy. How tight of a spot are they in right now? But here's the other part, right? So we've talked about editing. Wouldn't, wouldn't you, if you were Opie or part of this show, wouldn't you not want to air that part? It's unbelievable. Oh, Gary's here. Hey, Gary, how are you? It's unbelievable. Wanna, so we ju- want to air the part where my guest is too scared to come into my small ass space. Right. There's so many things that you should edit out. And I, I talked about how on Anthony Cumia's show, they were goofing on the fact that Opie's got this hotline now and call in and leave us positive feedback. And Anthony called in during the show to his hotline. I give Opie some credit here and and the Westwood one and, and everyone involved. They played Anthony's edited voicemail. And this is exactly what Ant's talking about right here.
3: We
7: really appreciate all your calls. And we're going to give you one more. And uh, last but not least, here you go.
1: Hi, uh, Opie uh, Radio. This is Anthony Cumia. Um, you want to hear about the show? This is the first, the first subject that you came up with? Well, how about this? Editing! The commercial for this bit was six minutes long of your narrator just rambling on and on. We had a cut-in three times playing it just to keep our show from sucking <laughs> so i give them credit they played that but
2: that was anthony's first thing you want to know how the show's going edit some shit out what are you guys doing not every single fucking part that's happening is a good thing to play on the show especially when you got gary Busey, who's like i'm not going to there fuck that i want nothing to do with this i go <laughs> i just want to go home i We had to edit your clips to make them so hard. That was a good line. And then later on, Anthony uh, says this to him. And again, I'm taking full credit because I don't think Anthony would have known about this if not for WATP.
1: Buy yourself a microphone. I heard you had like, you had three guests and you didn't have enough microphones. Buy a microphone. We made a few bucks. Open that wallet up. Jesus Christ, Greggy.
2: All right, so A- Anthony uh, got on the show, which I'm very excited about. They actually put that on there. I didn't think they would. Give him credit. Now this is uh, an amazing part where Gary Busey finally comes in and sits down in this cubicle to be on Opie Radio. You would think he would know what show he's going on. He doesn't even know who Opie is. Okay. Hey, you I, you I got your water uh, here.
5: Oh no, Opie. Huh? We've talked before. Oh, You're one of my talk favorite so people. people. No, yeah. I understand that. I don't expect oh, you to, to remember me. Epic fail. <laughs>
2: Holy shit, Greg. Cut that part out of your show where your celebrity guest has no idea who the fuck you are. Gavin, I don't... So who do I talk to in this room? Yeah, he, he didn't so know where to look. Who's the main person? Meanwhile, it was only Opie and that guy Mike, the ex-cop producer that he has... So there weren't a lot of options. You'd think he would figure it out. The guy who's like making eye contact and talking to him. He's like, I don't know who to talk to. I don't know who's this, who the host is of this show. And oh Gary Busey is a crazy person. Don't get me wrong. But typically when celebrities go on shows, somebody like gets them up to speed on what the show is and why they're going on it. What's going on? All right. I just got a couple more clips and then we'll get on to the episode that you and I both listened to uh, it, where he's walking around his neighborhood. Okay. This is at the end of the Gary Busey interview, and Opie just, again, so embarrassing. I, I'm, I'm embarrassed for him at this point. Bravo. Gary. Be
7: truthful and loving. Good way to end. And you'll be beautiful. All right.
5: Gary Busey, this was a
2: pleasure. It's been great. Can we hug? <laughs> look, at not not after that evil look. What kind of question is that? He didn't even want to sit down next to you, and now you're asking for a hug? They're practically already hugging to begin with. Right, he's on his lap, sitting on top of each other. (laughs) Now he wants to come closer into his personal space. Yeah, what the fuck? He's obviously uncomfortable around you, Greg, as is everybody. And now you want to hug at the end? I've never heard a host of a show, a male host talking to a male guest, and say, "Can we hug?" Like, dude, it's modern day. You can't. Male on male doesn't matter. (laughs) Good point. Good point. I, I need to be more woke. Be woke. Uh, this is so telling. At the end of the show, they're explaining to Gary Busey what a great get he was for Opie Radio. And the producer, Mike, talks about the fact that Opie has never prepped for a show before, but he prepped for this show.
0: I got to say, he's done 50
1: shows, and I've never seen him do this much prep, and he was so excited for you. I'm serious with that, too. They'll say that again? He was so pumped up to do the show with you. Oh. He did all the notes. Go through a notebook. It's all pretty much empty, uh, except to the Busey part. OP. Look, look.
5: OP. Empty, 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 Gary Busey.
2: This is the same guy who's calling out Jim and Sam for not doing show prep. And now he's going, yeah, I've, I've never prepped for a show ever, but I did print a Wikipedia page before Gary Busey came on. Do you oh. think his notes look like uh, Charlie's from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yes. Like
0: crazy pictures.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't think Obi can write in English, if that's what you're asking me. I doubt <laughs> I mean, he's writing he's words like, down. like seven vowels. And then, <laughs> and then at the end of the fucking show, Gavin, Joey comes on. Joey's the guy who's the back in the studio guy who, who finalizes the shows. I want to punch him in the nose. He fucking gives us so much goddamn homework to do. I, I have enough homework. Listen to this fucking list of things.
7: Remember to check our sponsors. Buy something like a Quip toothbrush, or at least click on it. You need a toothbrush if you have any teeth, so you may as well support us and get one. You kill two birds with one stone. Go to opiradio.com and buy a cool shirt or a hat. And please, well, five maybe. stars at Apple. And write something about the show. Share links of certain episodes that you enjoy.
2: Holy shit! How many things do I have to do to listen to this goddamn podcast? He says, he says, at least click on the link. It's like, okay, so I understand what your advertising deal is now. You don't have to fucking buy the toothbrush, but just click on it so that we can show that in the stats afterwards and continue on. I hate on. the guy's fucking voice. I know he's probably Ugh. made a career on his voice, but holy I shit, know. I hate his voice. I don't know. I, I don't like his content. I don't like his voice. Weird. He's always telling me to be part of his fucking neighborhood. Oh, I know. That's it's all nice. they're talking about now is, is hey, guys, it's remember community. I last episode. Everyone call in, but be nice. And We're all a community now. We're all in. friends. And Kevin, episode 51. This is the OP neighborhood this, one. This one. Okay, real quick. Yeah. So you told me to listen to this. I did. And all I could do, I sat down, sat down in my chair, I put my headphones on. I'm like, I'm going to listen to this. It's an hour and fucking nine, 45 minutes, something stupid. Hour I, and 90 minutes. I know. I, I heard it. I heard it. I heard
4: it.
2: <laughs> well, it was just fucking long. I was thinking of big numbers. Right? Yep. So, so I just kept, I'm like, oh my God. And I kept hitting the fast forward 30 seconds over, over, and over. I just kept skipping like, and I go, I fine, Carl, I listened to it, but they I realized I, I hadn't heard anything. So then I went back and I listened to it again. Holy it was, shit. Terrible idea, but. There Why do you old. agree to do this with me? I know. What's I know. wrong with you? I, I do question what the hell you do with your life. Like, <laughs> yeah. you, you need to have more friends or get out more or do something. But, and then I go to see the new Queen movie and it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, That's I mean. just I That's can't I mean. win. I can't That's fucking I mean. win. So but there is gold in this episode. There oh, is okay. Opieisms and really just Opie showing who he is in this episode for sure. Well, because this is Opie at his war uh best. This is him walking around the neighborhood and just talking to strangers because he thinks he's so compelling and he's such a great interviewer. I have uh, a few clips that I want to play from this show you have more clips I think than I do but can, can, we, can we let's let's set it up just yeah so people understand how the episodes run right yeah let's do it so the entire episodes outdoors right yeah. he's walking down the street he runs in uh, somebody he knows I don't even know who it was he that's first few minutes then he runs over and he says okay you didn't talk to this guy this bum I'm gonna go talk to him he sits down with the first bum guy is sitting on the corner in New York and Upper West Side he's chatting with them and, you
6: know, I, right, hey, you know, nobody talks to these guys. I'm going to talk to them. I'm going to record them and I'm, I'm going to give them a voice. And then
2: he runs across the street and he spends the, you know, three quarters of the episode talking to some 92 year old vet who is actually pretty entertaining for a crazy bum. I mean, you've been in New York. I, I lived there for a little bit, yeah. they are everywhere and they're right. crazy. And they'll, they'll talk to you for hours if you want. Right. But this, oh, is yeah. actually, this is actually one of the nice bums who, You'll, you'll find out, or if you listen to that episode, he is like super well known, right? And these, these people he's talking to are Grandpa Simpson. Yeah. You know how Grandpa Simpson will just fucking tell you? He'll just never stop talking if he has someone listening to him. That's what this show is. <laughs> and by the way, the person he runs into is Lenny Marcus. He walks oh, out, okay. he walks down the street, he sees Lenny Marcus, who's a, a well known comedian, podcaster funny guy. He says, Lenny, hey, I'm doing a podcast. I was like, oh, hey, Ope, what's going on? And then Opie says, I'm going to go talk to this uh, homeless guy over here. He's the mayor of the fucking sidewalk. And then he's like, all right, I got to go, because that's fucking retarded. <laughs> Meanwhile, you could actually had a comedian on your show and talked to someone who had something interesting to say, whatever. All right, when so... you really well-known, you mean not by me, because I was like, who? Yeah, I he's that. not, I mean, he's not really well-known. He's, he's been on uh, Chip Chipperson's podcast all right, well, I didn't a few times, so, so that makes him very famous in my world. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So before all of that happens, and you're exactly right. Thank you for setting that up. Before all of that happens, they start playing clips from the new Opie line. And Gammon, I shit you not. Oh. They do fifteen minutes of people. Oh, I skip that. I skipped sucking that. Opie's balls. Oh. And these people are fucking losers. Listen to this guy, this fucking loser who calls in and. Keep in mind this feels, this feels like you're focusing on like as you've said before, I've heard you say the internet, right? Like just, right. you're way too back. you're way too concerned about the internet on this <laughs> Kevin, one. Don't worry about this one guy's view, because there's a whole lot of stupid in, in the world, especially in America. Right. This, I I can't I went right past this. Like I heard, okay, this is people licking his balls. Oh, they're tickling his taint. Okay, skip, yep. skip, skip, oh. 17 minutes in. Kevin, I'm this lost. is exactly right. They asked for on the on that previous show, they had a call to action. Call the show. Tell us what you think about it. Don't be a dick. Only tell us good things. So then they get all these people to call in, and they play a bet of this. Who could listen to this nonsense? This is just one example out of 15 minutes of this
6: shit. Recently came to New York City, went on an Opie and Cuban tour, went to Gebhard's, went to Blue Smoke. Man, you guys have changed my Ugh. life. You're funny. You're <laughs> poignant. The shows get me. And I am a fan for life, brother. OB Radio. Brother. I'm in.
7: Kevin from Ohio, I think you came up with a cool idea for a contest. We should invite some listeners to New York City so they can go on that Opie Radio Carl tour. That would be an awesome thing to do. And uh, get some listeners to go to Gebhardts or wherever, walk around and have some fun.
2: Uh, uh, Empire State Building, how about you fucking go to the museum? Right! The guy, the guy goes, hey, you know what would be a great contest idea uh, you guys cannot walk around to shitty places in Manhattan. What, how is that winning a contest? Going to Gebhardt's? That's go losing. Obi
6: was recording outside, and we heard
2: trucks for four hours. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what the fuck? What is wrong with these people? And that's all this show is—is is them having the dumbest dummies call up and say, "Obie, love your show. You guys are so funny." I don't know who would do that. By the way, here's a recent voicemail that came in for WATP.
3: Carl, <laughs> this is Brian from Connecticut. You got one of the best podcasts out there, man. Oh, my God. The first episode I listened to was when you first
0: bashed OP Radio. Keep up the good work. And, by the way, I did call that hotline that he's got now and basically shit all over his podcast. (laughs) So
3: I don't really care if I get blocked. And Mannix, uh, yeah, hopefully Mannix comes up with some hotlines so we can bash it so all of us
0: listeners can bash his podcast, too. And Dick needs to definitely be a
4: go to guest most of the time. And I think it'd be really cool if you get Anthony Kumia as a guest, too. And Gavin. Um, again, yeah, love your podcast <laughs> and will always listen.
2: Uh, so, Brian yeah, from Connecticut. God, Brian from Connecticut. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I totally agree about Dick. I will have Dick Masterson on again, hopefully. And Anthony Kumia, yes. Uh, I am planning on getting him booked on the show. I don't know what his travel schedule to Rochester is at this time, but he did say he would come on the show when he does come to town. Uh, he's got E-Rock working over there now, so I'm going to try to coordinate through E-Rock and, and get that figured out. Also, Bonnie McFarlane. I mean, I, I keep saying it. Bonnie, come on the show. You would be awesome on this show. You're my... F- I, most of my drops are Bonnie now. And Gavin.
3: It's boring oh, as shit.
2: All right, I so... Do, I do like it. I love body. So, all right, Gavin, let's get back to this Opie episode 51. Opie in the neighborhood. Uh, you got some some clips to sum up the show for us? Uh, yeah, yeah. I got a few, but they're I think they're gold, right? Okay, so, good. Okay.
0: So, Quality, not quantity.
2: He, That's what we like around here. Good. He talks to the first bum. I, I skip right through it. I listen to it. There's nothing good. Oh, you know, fuck you. I'm bringing oh, I'm I'm going to play this then. How dare you? How dare you? This is Opie, so he's talking to Lenny. He goes, "Hey, that guy wants a quarter over there," and Lenny's like, "I'm out of here." So Opie walks over to this guy, and I, I, this guy's talking gibberish.
5: Okay. I, that's uh, for me and that, that that cheapskate Lenny Marcus who didn't want to hey, no, give you a quarter a or do, or talk to you.
4: Do me a favor. Yeah. Are uh, you? Hello, good afternoon. Yeah, I don't know who you doing. What a story, Mark. Hello. Hello. I love that
2: you story. All right, brother. And I... What the fuck was going on? And that goes on for a while. It's not just one thing that happens. He starts asking him questions. This guy is talking in gibberish. We've got issues with the homeless population, and I'm sensitive to that, but that's why they're homeless. Right. You can't, you can't really apply for an apartment when you go, how about, how about, Well, I'm not saying I'm anti-homeless people. I'm just anti-homeless people who can't form a sentence on a, podcast that's not a good show all right I, well, yeah let's not go down that road of like we're trashing homeless people because they fuck can't. the homeless i no, no i've donated i've given them food and money okay. yeah yeah it's working out really well too it's working they always right. do the right yeah. thing all right gam let's get so into you're it you're just supporting me there was nothing there let's get into it all right uh so he talks to that first guy and then he runs across the street because he recognizes. so so play the clip one yeah it will probably roll right into clip two you burping up your IPA over there? <laughs> I am, Did you hear that? Sorry. Yeah. I can taste it. <laughs> I've been muting oh, most of my burp. At- Alright, I appreciate that. You got the burp button instead of the cop button. I'm sorry, my audience. Oh, coming.
5: look at this. My lucky day. Across the street is uh I don't know his name to be honest with you. But he's been around this neighborhood forever as well.
2: <laughs> look at I don't me. know his name. Ooh! First thing I get is his woo girl woo. Yeah. Right? Oh, there's a bum. He's been on the street forever, uh, but I don't know his name. Okay, cause. I'm a man of the people.
1: Cause a roo. <laughs> cause a roo. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to stop <laughs> Sorry. out of that.
2: That's right. Okay so, okay, so the rest of this, uh, as this uh, segment goes, right, and the yep. rest of clips approve. Yep. That this. So Opie lives on the Upper West Side, correct? Yes, correct. And he's a man of the people. And right, right. He's human. Yep. And he's, as he'll tell you in that episode as well, he's not white-collar. He's a regular guy. Yes, and, level-headed, down-to-earth millionaire, yep. And the show is about his neighborhood and a theme song, and he is just a man of the people, yep. right? He's not a rich guy who's an asshole. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. There's one thing I learned, is he's definitely not an asshole rich guy. Yep, that's Everything exactly right. That Joey, the the editor, tells me, it's, he's yep. not a rich asshole. Not I'm, a rich asshole, correct. Okay. Correct. All right. So- and, I, and the clips will prove this, right? Yep. While he's interviewing him for about fifty minutes, whatever the fuck is going on, he, the guy's rambles because he's a little crazy. He lives outside, sure, but everybody in the fucking world walks by is like, "Hey, hi," and they all know his name and they all have a, a relationship with him. Okay. But not Rich Opie. So play clip two. That's awesome.
1: I love it. I love. It. You Keep, know it. That's Thank right. Do you understand? I. What, what do you think this that's is? Awesome.
5: Of course I am. He's interviewing uh, Theo. That's that's amazing. That's... Bye, Theo, and the best to you. I didn't even ask your name, Theo. Yes. I didn't even ask. I didn't even ask you for your name. I just feel like I know you, and I didn't have to ask you for your name.
2: Theo. Yeah. See, Theo, I don't think of you as a person, and therefore I don't talk to you using your name because but, I am an elite. He has been interviewing him for 12, 15 minutes. Something like that. He didn't even ask him his name. And the woman's like, hey. And and throughout the rest of the episode, he just keeps getting – Opie gets interrupted and in one of the clips I'm going to give you at the end is where they ju- he just gets butt hurt that he was interrupted by someone talking to Theo. And he's like, well, I
1: guess the podcast
4: is over.
2: <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it. but All right. was, Okay, so he's sitting there, right? And everybody's like, oh, hi, Theo. Hi, Theo. 15 minutes he doesn't even fucking know his name he didn't even bother to ask his name man of the people yep man infuriated right because he's trying to tell me what a what a great fucking duty he is so wait a second it, it, according to you the information that they're telling us is not actually true they're trying to manipulate <laughs> us to thinking that this opie character is someone he's actually is not okay all right interesting premise I, I feel like they're not trying to manipulate because it's so fucking obvious. <laughs> yeah, I know. Only these fucking dummies who come up and say, Hey, man, what's the show. I went to Gebhard's because I heard that they had a fucking cheeseburger sandwich. Like, oh, oh all right, anyway. Yeah. I tattooed Opie on my chest. <laughs>
6: uh, Play clip three. Wait a second.
5: Are you making my documentary? Uh, oh, you wanted to talk to him? Who are you? No,
7: this is my friend. Theo. No, no but who are you?
5: i Hi, Ruth. Why, you wanted to make a documentary on Theodore? Yes.
7: I'm working on it.
5: Oh, you're working on one.
7: Yes. I'm, working. I'm, working. I'm working on getting someone to do it. Oh, really? Yes, from the Jacob Burns Center. Oh,
5: yeah, he's an interesting uh, interesting guy. What do you know about Theodore?
7: Well, oh, my God, what well, don't I know? Um, I see him almost every day. Um, let me see. Well, Theodore Dixon was... He was born in Virginia. Yep. And he went to a, a uh, high school there and never heard of segregation until he left. He went into the army and uh, oh, no, no. he got into trouble.
5: <laughs> what kind of trouble did he get into? Cause, I mean, Theodore. He speaks up for himself. Well, that's good that he speaks up for himself. Absolutely. Don't you think we all should be speaking up for ourselves? Absolutely. And that's nothing, why he's my uh, hero. Yeah, he learned about he segregation. Walk. That was the yeah, first time. What, that was the Theodore, what did you get in trouble for? For
4: being black. That'll do
5: it. <laughs> you got in trouble for being black. Segment, while being black. Wait, I, you, I, hold I it. I'm meeting you, Mr. I'll, Interviewer. I'll oh, Theo, <laughs> love you. i got to go. All right, all right. We'll talk to you soon. Your dogs I, were a little loud, but they're cute. I'm they're cute dogs. I'm
2: that was his I'm takeaway from that conversation that women's dogs were loud? This is a woman who walks by who knows Theo, who's then like, oh, yeah, this is Theo. I love this guy. I'm trying to get a documentary done. He's like, well, I'm, I'm already doing it on Mopey. By the way, did you know I'm Mopey? Yeah. That was totally his attitude. This woman says, this guy served our country. He's a hero. He hasn't been treated right. Everything about him. I'm doing a documentary about this guy. I know where he went to school. I know all this shit. And Opie's like, yeah, okay, well, your dogs are fucking barking. So what the fuck? Go, 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 go. you're on the fucking street man head now you're concerned about background noise now yeah but what what a fucking asshole first to the woman yeah second of all he starts it off my clip one that we already played he goes oh there's that guy i know him we're great friends yep i don't know his fucking name i don't know shit about (laughs) him and the fucking woman who's trying to help him fuck you your dogs are loud that's amazing what a dick And this is Opie putting this show out himself. This isn't an expose of us finding out that Opie's an asshole. He put this out himself (laughs) for us to hear. If I was fucking yelling at that woman about her dogs, I'd be like, oh, I'll just cut that little part out and make myself look better. Kevin, it's the gift that keeps on giving. I did 100 episodes before we even (laughs) talked about Opie. I I don't even know how we did it. I think it was because Kevin was playing Dorkles the Clown. I don't even know. Anyway, all right, keep going what else we got I, I, I blame i blame you for my hatred that has grown yes. and developed right You've yes done come to I the dark side that. i didn't have that before. you will be more powerful than you could possibly imagine come fucking asshole to Carl. the dark side all right move it on all right if you want to really i was going to say this is like my bomb here and the other two clips fine whatever but what a fucking selfish asshole play clip four
5: it's lovely family oh, boy, 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 boy. mom and her two very young daughters Came by to give Theodore a uh, birthday gift. Now they're getting a picture from uh, the Filipino maid taking the picture. There you Thank go. You. Well, there you go. This you. neighborhood Thank loves you.
4: Theodore. Loves Theodore. I listen, and I love this. You
5: know, the family didn't listen. realize yes, I was doing an interview with Theodore. Theodore. I've decided it's all about them stopping by, ignoring my microphone, ignoring my podcast. But that's okay. i wanted to stop by and uh, talk to Theodore for a long, long time. Theodore, I think we're done because you're now socializing. But we'll do this again.
1: This is my family. I understand.
5: I'm not mad. I've seen you a million times. Thank you, bro. Give me a hug. Not on the gateway.
2: You selfish fucking puke. Wow. Opie, even for you. That's surprising. Oh, what a dick. I can't believe that other people are talking to this guy. I'm the one who's trying to use him for my own personal gain. And these people are actually caring people who aren't doing a show and just want to connect with someone on a human level. What fucking assholes they are. He's annoyed that on that street corner for that fucking 50 minutes Theo was way more popular and well-known than yeah, Opie, right? that's true. Oh, and OP. that's his neighborhood. That's it's a good point. His
1: neighborhood
2: for 50 fucking minutes. Yep. And everyone, if you listen to that episode, they walk by, hey, Theo, how you doing, Theo? They know his life. They know his story. No, are you interviewing? What are you interviewing for? What, you know? Who are you, you fucking old man? Yeah. So apparently... If you have a, a good personality and you're nice to people, you'll be more popular. Are you hearing that, Greg Hughes? <laughs> are, you, are you picking this up? It doesn't take money to be popular. Talk right? about a guy who doesn't fucking learn shit. He made himself look so bad right there. I, I can't believe that Theo is getting attention from other people. I'm just going to walk away. Greg, you're doing a podcast. If you're that concerned that he's having a conversation, pause it. Edit it out in post. There are a number of things you could do here. Go get a soda across the street. Come back. Whatever. I am so glad he didn't edit. Any that I know. Right? It just shows you who he is, though. It does. He's so out of touch. And the whole fucking dial-in number, the fucking yep. uh, the neighborhood song, everything they're pitching to you is so extreme to be like, he is just a normal dude, and we are a fucking community. And he is I, and he says in there, and I, don't, I didn't clip it, I, I'm not white collar, uh, I've never been white collar. He's fucking got millions and he lives in his tower and he's fucking not in touch with anybody. He comes across as such an elitist douche. He can't help himself. Well, if you're an elitist douche, you are. You can't stop it It's just, just who you are. So Gavin, just accept it. You are you go hang out with other elitist douche and then you'll feel better because you'll just be like we're around people that are like you. Gavin, I got to tell you, it's it's too bad that your microphone sucks fucking donkey balls because you are killing it on the show today. Fuck. I'm sorry. You are killing it. This is a, this is like an expose of Opie. This needs to you go know. down in history. Cause the somebody first episode, I was so happy to drive an hour from Buffalo to Rochester. To come <laughs> see you and we can hang out and Watch a video game or watch a video game. Watch the bills. Yep. Um no, today I got I got shit going on. So you're gonna get crappy audio, but you're still gonna get my passion. We did play a video game or two, right? We played uh, the VR. The VR is pretty sick. It's We're awesome. We're gonna go off on a tangent, let's not do that. It's awesome. I call opia walking contradiction, so play clip five.
5: Theodore, let's enjoy this moment. Look at this lady walking down the sidewalk right now, just bouncing. Look at the bounce on this. Bounce and bounce and bounce. Yes. What do you think of that, Theodore? Yes. She's got like a like a Kelly Rippa uh, vibe yes. about her—a yes. younger Kelly Ripa, right yes. there. Right. You're yes. you're a true feminist. I
1: do understand. That's it, man. You respect
5: the females. I respect
1: the females. We
5: need more people to respect the
1: females
5: on now, the on this planet. Really you, want, you want to get to know her a little I bit? I want to that Instead of just eyeing her as a sex object. That's
0: it. And.
5: But that bounce was nice, Theodore. We can at least
2: oh. acknowledge that, right? <laughs> <laughs> way to have 0 sum self-awareness <laughs> wait wait okay i'm not good at editing audio clips those are three separate segments from three separate times i'm, I'm gonna fully disclose that's again. amazing so he talks about the bounce there's yep. a whole bunch in between Yep. he says oh we all gotta be for the females man wait no
1: females
6: right yeah we all gotta be for the females and
2: and then he talks about the bounce again Okay. what so yeah, He clip. goes. He goes. Theodore. I, I'm with you, man. Feminism. We gotta treat all people equally. But dude, you see the rack on that broad? You're like, wait, what? Are you retarded? <laughs> Holy shit, Op. Oh, Holy shit. Dude. Uh, you got anything else on uh, Opie on the street here? No, that was my Opie's neighborhood clips. All right. So <laughs> let me play right before he goes to him on the street and and interviewing these people. Everything that we just talked about, Joey explains what's going on. He sets it all up. He says, this is an episode we recorded a while ago. It was back in the summertime. Opie's walking around the street, and it's him in the neighborhood. And listen how defensive this is. This is just him setting up the show to let people know what's going to happen. And it's so defensive.
7: He talks to friends, famous people, Carl Ruiz, stops at bars, special events and even has his own broadcast studio when he doesn't mind being trapped in a room behind an RE-20. That's a standard broadcast mic for those of you who aren't in a business. All
2: right, I I set that up wrong. I guess Joey's (laughs) explaining. Yeah, I know. Uh, (laughs) There's a lot of clips. Joey's explaining what the show (laughs) is. Yeah, I know. I'll edit this out in post. Joey's explaining what the show is and how this new OP radio show works. He's like, oh, he walks around. He does this. He does that. He has famous people on. And then he says, he's even got his own studio. And then what professional broadcaster explains which microphone he's using? They're obviously very sensitive to the fact that we're calling them out for not having enough microphones. He's like, by the way, he has a very uh, expensive and really nice microphone. Just FYI. He's not just a flash in the pan. This is a real employee here at Westwood One. I would expect that out of Rich Voss. Oh, gee, you know what? You know what? Microphones I'm using, bodies. That's what I would expect from him, but not Opie. Opie has to explain he has a professional microphone? I, I would hope so. It's Opie. Oh, fuck. Gavin, you went on so long, I fell asleep. I forgot how to do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I listened to almost none of episode 53, but our buddy over at the Poe Boys podcast uh, tweeted at us. And pointed out this clip. So this was like fifty-three minutes into the show, uh, buddy. I hope you're not listening to Opie Radio all the way through. But this is this is a great clip of Opie explaining that he is a legend.
0: Are you
1: back in this area?
3: Yeah,
2: I've been back
5: in this area.
1: <laughs> I don't, I, dude, the I don't fu- know you. Yeah, well, you should. I'm a fucking legend. <laughs> Listen, my voice get high. <laughs> I'm a fucking <laughs>
2: Opie. Opie, 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 Opie!
1: You shut have A fucking legend!
2: It's so embarrassing now. At least he knew his voice was high. He was already there. He yep. got there. Yeah. It started to go up, up, and up, and he couldn't stop it. <laughs> <he was> like,
1: <laughs> I am way up here.
0: Oh, this is terrible.
2: <laughs> fucking amazing, Kevin. I want to play another voicemail from one of our uh, our callers. Okay. This is coming in from our buddy Charlie from St. Louis.
6: Stuttering
4: John podcast,
6: episode 24. Can you guys please, please, please review that one? I'm listening to it now, and this pretentious douche is ripping on every comedian, calling them uh, egotistical and arrogant and that they're not funny. I mean, well-known comics. And Stuttering John is a fucking Shell gas station comic. So please
7: (laughs) rip this one apart. John's such a douche. Charlie from
2: St. Louis, thanks. Charlie, you asked, we listened. I have listened to episode 24 from Stuttering John, and I have some clips on here, Gavin. You know, it's unbelievable to me. I've had people just say, you know, you can just do Opie and and Stuttering John and Rich Voss and Maddox. Like, yeah, we could just do these shows over and over. They keep putting out more content that is terrible. This is the beginning of stuttering John calling out other people. He's calling out uh, Tim Conway Jr. here.
6: But Tim Conway, you suck! You suck, and you're a coward. You should be ashamed of yourself. You're not even a man. You're a cockroach. You're the piece of gum on the bottom of my shoe. You're the hemorrhoid on the on on the tip of my asshole.
2: This, this banter <laughs> wouldn't win in a schoolyard fight no. like, this is not this is not good banter he's not a he's not a roast master with this yeah you're like a a piece of gum on a Carl, shoe Carl, Carl didn't he write for Karim, or, 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 or? <laughs> he was the head writer for uh all right um apparently the Sabres are doing very well right now and I'm missing all of it. what's the score? I, I just got a text from a friend who says there's like they got like seven goals or something. I don't know. Here is John talking about Jimmy Kimmel and he's explaining that he's making fun of these people in his book.
6: I do trash Jimmy Kimmel because he has love me Howard fucking you know uh, you know problem. He's got to you know do whatever Howard what he thinks Howard wants him to do. And I sure. and I of course chant uh, trash the bitch known as Chelsea Handler. And I do tell a few stories about Kathy Griffin, but.
2: All right so he's throwing everyone under the bus cuz of course studying John is is the funniest person all these people suck Jimmy Kimmel how is that guy popular he's the worst
6: <laughs> This is a clip that I call making friends Daniel Tosh is also a little bit of a snobby guy when he was on the on the stone he's not a really you know he, he you know he's one of those like guys that would fit in with the Patton Oswalt's of the world and the you know and the And the Louis C.K.'s, like the very pompous. Oh, so he's a prick. Yeah, the very pompous, like the Bob Smigel, that old kind of group. Very douchey.
2: Oh,
7: so he's a son of a
6: bitch. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, my God. (laughs) really funny people. Yeah, all these professional comedians who are good at their jobs. I mean, I'll I'll give him credit. He's punching up. I'll give him credit on that. But Jesus Christ, John. So they start ripping (laughs) on Daniel Tosh and his co-host, whoever the fuck this nobody is explains that Tosh is not a celebrity
6: but that's my other uh big issue my celebrity issue with uh with so so we covered Tim Conway well I wouldn't call Tim Conway Jr. A celebrity but I mean
2: no he, but he, I wouldn't call Tosh he, one either Gavin, you didn't know who Wendy Marcus was obviously do you know who Daniel I mean, Tosh is I, I do okay we can go there do you I know do. why you know who he is because he's famous. Because he's a celebrity. Daniel <laughs> Tosh is definitely a celebrity. His show has been on the air for a decade. It's very popular. And then Because they, he's funnier than Stuttering John. They go on to explain that Daniel Tosh is just a curator of content. He doesn't have actual content on his own.
6: You play videos and you make fucking, you know, fuck you, you fucking twit. And so what? You have more money than me. Who
2: doesn't? He's a human Huffington Post. (laughs) He's just an aggregator. That's all he does. Uh, He he doesn't create content. He just takes other people's shit and shares it. All right. You couldn't be more wrong about that. And I've gotten bashed up for that as well. Oh, you guys just talk about other things. You just play clips. Have you ever watched Tosh.0, Gavin? Yes, sir. Tosh.0 is a great show because it's nothing but jokes. Him and his writers write jokes. That's the content, dummy. I've seen... Daniel Tosh do stand-up a few times. He's a very funny fucking guy. He might be a prick. He probably is. But don't say he doesn't have content. He's not just showing YouTube videos and then going, oh, that was interesting. All right, what else is going on? He fucking has jokes. Uh, And then uh, Greg Fitzsimmons gets bashed. I don't
6: hate Greg Fitzsimmons, but, uh, but there is an arrogance about him. And I'll tell you this. When I was at the Tempe Improv, and I think I had Greg, you know, in the beginning, I was just a host because I was just starting out. And Greg was the headliner. And, and Greg and I met Brian Regan for dinner. Mm, drop! <laughs>
2: All right, we get it. We get it, Jed. You say yeah, I was famous people. All right, this is more um, Greg bashing.
6: Greg Fitzsimmons, I swear to you, while we're, like, having dinner, he goes, well, you know, Brian, you know, you and I are like the smart comics. You know, you, you know, you know, you know. You and I are the smart guys on stage, and I'm just sitting there. Oh, really? Oh, really, Greg? So you're self-proclaiming. You're self-proclaiming yourself a smart comic. <laughs> you did a joke. You, you did a whole bit about farting, and and the talcum powder on your balls, fucking puffed up, and you're a smart, highbrow comic. It was. So John
2: is upset. He can't. He can't say words. He can't say words. He, he, He's upset because he's not included in this. Right. <laughs> like, how am I not a smart, <obey blanket> <B-ba- laughs> funny guy? <laughs> he doesn't Aww. understand. Greg Fitzsimmons. Yes. Has he done fart jokes? Yes. He's also been the head writer on multiple TV shows. He's he's a very smart guy. And Suttering John is taken aback by the fact that he would consider himself to be a witty comedian. And then Sarah Silverman gets uh, some shrapnel here too. If if she actually had something to gain from it, then she wouldn't have shared the story, right? Because she would have sounded like an opportunistic person. Yeah, been like, oh, well, I let him. Like, yeah, Louis, just I'll sit there and watch because you'll put me on this next show. Well, yeah. that
6: doesn't. That, I feel like that reputation precedes her. Isn't that what she's known there, for? Yes, and uh, not as much as Chelsea. But yes. Right. Um, but oh, my, what? is she, a, is, she that's, is she known to be a bitch too? Chelsea, She's known or to Sarah? date men that will further her career. She dated Gary Shandling. Oh. Sarah Silverman? Yeah.
2: Sarah Silverman dated her way up. That's how she landed a Jimmy. All right. So they're, they're determining that Sarah Silverman got to where she is because of who she dated. And I don't know if that's true or not. I think Sarah Silverman's pretty funny. She's obviously put out a lot of content on her own. Uh, she's written a lot of jokes and done a lot of good stand-up routines. But aren't you supposed to, when you're a cute chick, date guys who are more successful than you? What is she supposed to do? You use the phrase, he's punching up, but is he getting anywhere? Because I feel like he's going further down. <laughs> right, he's punching up and he's not, falling he's backwards. Up, but he's not getting anywhere. Hey, they're just calling everybody Oh, Sarah Silverman's a fucking whore, and Greg Fitzsimmons. Yeah. So, do you know who Greg Fitzsimmons is? Really popular people that are funny, and I hate them. Yeah. Yeah, he's going lower with each punch. He's just going <laughs> lower. Like it's not working for you. It's not working. Maybe he's not punching. Dude, the funny thing is, is that, so he's he's trying to have a career in showbiz still. That's what, that's what's so fascinating about Stuttering John. All he wants is to have a career in show business, and it's not happening.
0: <laughs> he explodes
2: shit on anybody, right? It's like why is this not happening for me? I don't know because you said Pat Oswald's a douche, and you shit on Sarah Silverman, and you're not helping yourself. He's trying to get into the B list. He's in the C list. Right. Shitting on everyone in the A list. <laughs> it's, it's not working. You don't working. get into the B list. You don't get moved up to B by shitting all over A and B. Yeah, and this is Gavin from WATP. He knows a thing or two about this. A fucking expert. This is him talking about, I love this clip. He's talking about the fact that they're trying to get a radio show. And then listen to, as soon as he says that, how terrible he is at broadcasting! Who would ever hire this guy to be an on mic personality? Yeah, and plus we're
6: and trying to control. Plus we're trying to get a radio show, right. and, and, and you know, you know, Royce had a good point. You don't, you know, even though Tim Conway is Tim Conway, you know, eventually you're going to piss off the, uh, their company, which is yeah. what is iHeart. He's trying to get a radio show,
2: and 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 you know, uh, you know, uh, brought up a good point, and you know, uh, Tim Conway, and guess what? You failed the audition. You will never get a radio show, John. You suck at broadcasting. You're possibly the worst. And I listened to Opie. You're possibly the worst. This the, the funniest thing about John is every time he does a guest spot on another person's show, he has to talk about what a great guest he was. But he doesn't just say, oh, I had a good spot. You know, I was funny. I was compelling. He has to prove that he was funny by saying other people told him he was funny. This happens all the time. And here are a couple more examples of that.
6: And the producers couldn't have been nicer. They were all like, you were great. Even my friend Mike Schiff called me and said, John, that was brilliant. You were awesome. And nothing but good. You know, the producer, you know, emailed me after.
2: All right, this is my favorite clip. Later on, after he talks about how great he did on the show, he goes on about another show and how great he was. And for
6: Tim Conway Jr. to be that big of a coward after he knows I did a great appearance, and I'm not like I'm not an Eagle maniac but no. like even when I did Frosty Heidi and Frank I know Sorry I killed days. it I think you would agree Royce I mean I was getting laughs every fucking every 20 seconds from, it, it was a great appearance you know from Frosty, Heidi, Frosty Heidi and Frank and I did you know the uh Sid and Bernie show in uh, on um, on WABC in New York mm. and, and 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 they were very honest They said John that was the funniest 35 minutes that we've ever done I did a great job there. I'm a good guest. <laughs> so this shit makes me laugh. Sorry. He goes, they were very honest. They said
2: that was the best 35 minutes we've ever done. They were blowing smoke up your ass, dummy. That's the thing opposite of very honest. The polar opposite of very honest. You. That was the best 35 minutes you on the show. We were laughing every 20 seconds. John, they you're say not that funny. without making eye contact. Yeah, they look down at their feet, and that's what they say. They say that in email, <laughs> right, right, that, that is automated and just goes out to every single person who was recently on the show. Gavin, I got a tweet from Anthony Cumia saying I did a good job at his show. This is what hosts do—they blow smoke up your ass. They're not—they're not being totally honest. Um, That—that's—that's that's all I have. I appreciate. Uh, Charlie for calling out stuttering John and, and getting me to go in and listen to that because holy shit, this fucking guy is out of control. I don't know I don't know what his end game is. I don't know what he thinks he's gonna I don't know what he thinks he's gonna she be when he grows up. Be at the top. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> I know what I'll do. I'll piss off every single person who could possibly give me a break. Um uh, sometimes, right. sometimes there's formulas that just don't work out. You're right. Gavin, I don't know if you know this, but WHTP has its own Facebook page. Are you familiar with this? Not at all. Okay. What you can do when you have a Facebook page—if you have Facebook—if you're—if you have an account, you—is this MySpace or Facebook? No, 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 no. This is this is Facebook. Okay. Facebook. You know, it's it's we're we're really getting modern. Into, yeah, very modern, very modern. The Facebook. When you have a Facebook page as a show, people can go in and send you direct messages within that. And I wanted to read one that I got from J major that came in. J major says a shit podcast that criticizes shit podcasts. You two don't offer anything better and are pretty clueless yourselves. Thanks for nothing. And fuck off. When he says you two, and you're rotating guest hosts, I'm going to assume that was Andy. Well, I'm going to assume the guy from that, um, True crime show we did recently. I don't even remember the name of it. It was a garbage show. He got very butthurt. I'm gonna guess that Jay Major is one of the hosts of that true crime show because oh, his that's feelings. The episode true crime show. No, not 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 the one that vanished. I, the uh... I was, oh, those, we, I thought we were gonna talk about <laughs> not that one. <laughs> the uh, the episode that we did. Uh, it was like killers, cults, and nut jobs or something like that. Oh, okay, okay. And it, it was this guy reading. See, when you send me shitty notes yeah, and I bring it up again, you dummy, there was this fucking guy reading the Wikipedia page and you then said you were doing. Following along. And watching. then. Right. I was reading it along with him. And then for 30% of the episode, he was just doing shout outs to anyone who had ever tweeted at him or cc'd him on an email i don't even know this list was so fucking long it was so boring <laughs> he couldn't pronounce anyone's name and i'm like dude this is not a show and then this guy sends me a note I was like oh that wasn't nice you hurt my feelings I'm like go fuck yourself when you put a show on the internet you put a show on the internet dummy like i said i i never put a ladder up to someone's bedroom and peek in the window i've never done that all I do is listen to shows that are publicly available on the internet where people want people to hear their show. And then I shit on them for sucking. That's the premise. <laughs> All right. uh, moving on. I got another uh, voice. I'm not around. sure I believe that comment though. I'm going gonna... <laughs> to reserve the right to not believe. All right. Let me, let me say this. I've never been convicted of okay. looking at <laughs> someone's window. Yep, let me news. read, let me read some recent reviews on our iTunes page. This one came in yesterday, November 2nd. It says, Pretty funny exclamation point. Now, this person did the opposite of what I want people to do. I've never seen this before. This is a one-star review. It says, pretty funny. The whole point of the show is to mock and ridicule other podcasters. The hosts are hilarious, irreverent, and it's quite possible that the social justice crowd will find this show to be problematic. I recommend this podcast at 2X if you're high as fuck. Love it, folks. Keep it up, you dicks. So I'm not sure what to make of it's that. A one star? It's a one-star? It's a one-star review. He oh, did the opposite saying, of what I want. No, no, don't give us Carl, one star. Carl, obviously with the reference of being high, they were so stoned that they got that backwards. Like, <laughs> I, I think so. To say something great and rate it one? Star. Yeah, right, One, exactly. one star. <laughs> I'm not going after Michael Rappaport's record of 16,000 one-star reviews. No, I'd I like there to stop that. You need to applaud that person, okay? They were so
1: high, they got it all fucked up. <laughs>
2: Uh, This is another one-star review. Not very good one-star from Benizer on October 31st. It's hard to tell who this podcast is for. The hosts aren't notable from anything else, and they're not particularly funny or insightful.
4: Except Except for
2: Gavin. Yeah, that hurts, man. Oof. Ah, you got me. I'm not notable from anything else. (laughs) All right, here's here's one. Calling all cuzaroos. Hoo hoo, they're ripping me off. Tell them, Iraq. Iraq? Where'd everybody go? Uh, that is a five set review from Trump 2016. Thanks, Trump. John and Jeff Wannabes. We're two guys who dislike vocal crutches. We're two guys who don't like lip smacking. We're two guys, yeah, we get it. Real important stances taken on this show. Only the big issues here. As long as you idiots keep talking, I'll keep listening. Five star reviews from fatboy Boy sixty five eighty three, and that is a reference to uh, a show that was jacked by Opie and Anthony. Uh, very very funny review. That's what we want, guys. Make fun of us. Be funny. We'll read it on the show. Five stars, not one star. Five stars. Uh, just awful. This came in from uh, Rick SF seventy nine. What I've just listened to is one of the most insanely idiotic things I've ever heard. At no point during the rambling, incoherent podcast were they even close to making anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Five stars. Thank you very much, Rick. Uh, and then piece of garbage from New Bomb Turk Jr. If you have no wife, with lots of free time, by all means, download this podcast. I listen to this crap fest with my wife, going to and coming back from marriage counseling. If I want to get medieval, we listen to OP podcast. Five stars. Uh, and then what else we got here? Did I read this one last time? This is one that's just meh is the subject line. You did. Oh, I did from Howard Jansen. You did. Okay. You did. All right, good. Then that's a that's get a, that's that's a that one up. star. So I won't read that one. Good. Hey, right, this is my least favorite part of the show—is reading. <laughs> is that yeah. sad? These are all the people that have contributed to my podcast. So you got Dane from Dane <laughs> Landington from Toledo, Ohio. We've got Paul Pearson from. Kevin, do I do that? Let's play another voicemail. I feel like you do. <laughs> all right, here's another voicemail that came in. This one's from an anonymous caller. It's a long one, but don't worry, I, I did shorten it for us
4: hey i just wanted to say you're my favorite new podcast it's incredible the show um i wish i could get this point across um i hope i can um a lot of people i think look forward to the op radio segment so much that they skip to it um i do that because i started doing that in the beginning And I realized just how great you are. Just doing Dick Masterson. I never heard of Dick Masterson before this last protest episode, and it was incredible. You two guys were incredible together. Just uh, blown away by how funny that guy is. Dick
2: Masterson killed it
4: great job. I wish you'd um, go dissect Opie Moore and maybe uh, Howard Stern and, and, and Mark Maron and just more, more big podcasts. Um, that would be, be great. It's so interesting when you dissect these famous people that I've heard of. So uh, thanks a lot and um, can't wait till next week.
2: I, I, what's I his cut name? that way down. What's his name? I don't know. Okay, I don't know. If you're going to kill yourself, there is help. <laughs> okay you can get help okay he he sounds like he's holding the gun right to his head he's, he, he doesn't sound healthy i'll give you that oh but he loves the show and he loved dick masterson and he wants us to to do more famous shows but we're gonna find him with like a pool of blood and w-a-t-p scrawl uh, <laughs> you're get ready to feel bad because he called me again right after that call oh, and no. l- listen to- <laughs> Wait for I, the gunshot! No, I'm just kidding. I, I like the positive news, but I, I feel bad. I feel like somebody should reach out to him. If you know this guy, give him help. Gavin, he was so concerned that we were going to make fun of him. Listen to this, <laughs> listen to this call that he followed up with.
4: Sorry, real quick, I just called. uh you get what calls? But uh, it's unbelievable that I had to correct myself, and I was actually um, nervous that you were going to dissect my. Phone. Freaking voicemail. <laughs> so that's how much uh, this show just gets in my head. Um, a- a- unbelievable that I'm worried about how I sound on this voicemail because of, of how you dissect people and can get in people's brains and figure out their worst qualities. So I'm going to end this now so you don't rip me apart or something. Um,
2: uh, 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 it wasn't even me, it was Gavin! It wasn't like even- you. Nobody's gonna believe we didn't set that up. We we did not set that. Again. I had no idea. How funny no, I is that? Believe that the guy leaves a voicemail. He's all insecure about. it. He's like, oh shit, I just rambled on for three minutes. All this guy does is rip on people for rambling, and then he calls back. He's like, listen, man, I I, I just rambled, and you're probably gonna make I'm fun not gonna of it. Kill myself, man. I'm not. I <laughs> know I sounded like I was gonna kill myself, but I won't. Oh shit. I don't know what that guy's name is, but he is an official. slap-a-rooney. Oh, tell him to call back. <laughs> oh, yes, dude. Please call back. Tell us your name. I want yeah. to have a regular segment of, you know, your take on the show. And if you want to email me on the side, if you need like a little <laughs> bit of, you know, pep in your life, I'll give it to you. <laughs> You're doing great. Your decisions are great. <laughs> so wait a second, Gavin. You're saying you don't think that guy's doing well in life? No shit, Cheryl! All right. Gavin, we've done a lot here. We've talked about a lot. We, we listened gotta, to some voicemails. I mean, that's so bad. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm almost out of batteries on my computer. We've been going on way too long. So let's, let's wrap it up, as they say. Uh, our buddy who just called in said, let's do more famous shows. We have gotten off of that a little bit lately. We've been doing shows that no one's ever heard of, shows that have 13 total reviews on iTunes, for Christ's sake. So uh, now it's time for everyone's favorite part of the show that we missed last week. The teaser. Week's the
0: teaser. teaser. Next week's teaser. The teaser.
4: The
2: teaser. The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. week's the teaser. Week's tea. week's tea. All right, so Gavin, I asked you for an extra five minutes before we started the show. I was running a little bit behind today. I was trying to grab a clip from the teaser. And lo and behold, I can't pull a clip, I didn't have enough time. It's only available on Spotify. It is a show called Amy Schumer Presents Three Girls, One Keith. It is in season two. The first season is on iTunes and everywhere else. In season two, you can only get it through Spotify. So I'll be able to figure that out. I'm not a total idiot, but I just didn't have time to pull a clip before you and I got together and did this show. You could have taken seven minutes and figured it out. I could have. I could have. But, Gavin, I mean, I'm almost out of fucking batteries on my computer. It's fine. It's enough.
4: I love sense
2: doing you have batteries left in that my what (laughs) (laughs) so here's the thing Amy Schumer is a woman who used to be funny she's gone far far off the deep end she does a podcast with two other women I don't know who they are and Keith Robinson who's a funny comedian I haven't listened to a lot of this show I'm assuming it's garbage it's been suggested to us a few times so there you go, a famous person who does a podcast that we'll make fun of next week. And am I is this like the down week, like I'm the filler, you had Dick Masterson right. and Gavin, and then you're gonna go back up, right? That's actually exactly right. Next week we got Croge <laughs> coming back on the show. Everyone's favorite. There you go, there you go. Croge so is just booked off week. You're the off week guy. This is the week where the iTunes predicts you're gonna get low listeners again. People think we we would set this up ahead of time. We didn't. You're exactly right. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. McGavin, would you mind spending 20 hours of your week listening to shit podcasts? so You could be my filler co-host. Would you mind? I spend my whole life doing it. I can only get some friends to do it. Uh, we, yeah, can you fill this in this one spot? You know what's funny about you and uh, second and second and last time is that what, why? What's funny <laughs> about you is that you obviously value your time very little. If you <laughs> if you cared about doing a good show, you'd buy a nice microphone and not spend oh, eighty hours so. listening to every fucking podcast. I mean, I, your so. prep work was amazing. I I kudos. To your prep, I think you you gave us one of the best Opie segments we've ever had. If anyone can make fucking heads or tails of what you were saying during it, if it'll be wife, very good. If your wife promises to put out the spread, we can watch football. I can get out there next time. Oh, my wife always puts out the spread, my friend. Don't you worry yeah. about that. Please. <laughs> oh, you know, before I, I wrap it up, Gam, do you have anything you want to plug? I should have asked Dick that last week. I'm such an asshole. We are like two oh. and a half hours in. I'm like, all right, see you, Dick. <laughs> Anything I'm you selling, want to plug, I Gavin? I hate Carl bumper stickers. Okay, good. Reach out, reach out to Carl. He'll redirect the traffic to me. Well, you for. know, it's funny you say that, Gavin, because you can buy those bumper stickers, but there's also stickers available on our merchandise page that you can find uh, on whoarethese.com. Please join us again next week, because it might be an episode where we find out once and for all, who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everypony.
6: Parting in the mush bits of morning radio. And now this-
0: <sighs> what, what, what? Great show. Good job,
5: everybody. <laughs> Great job, <laughs> everyone. Be more funny.
1: <laughs> who gets a shit? Who gets a fuck?
4: It's boring as shit.
2: This dude is fucking corny. Thanks
1: a lot, Carl. Fucking things
5: suck. You know, who are
2: these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. it makes no sense. Yeah, I know you got to pee. There's one clip that I didn't get to because we just got off. The thing where they were talking about the one set review, they have this software they can figure out who you are. Yeah. And then somehow they're recording this guy masturbating, and that was weird. He was like coughing, and like, oh, yeah, that's how this guy jerks off. And then he says that you can see screenshots of his phone, so he knows what he's jerking off to. Yeah, this, this is how nonsensical porn. this gets. Listen to this fucking clip. This is this was the big payoff to this
3: ridiculous premise. Prime, okay, it's it's uh, n- Asian naked Asian porn. teen drinks dog milk soup and then <laughs> has tummy problems one hour later.
0: It's extremely specific.
3: It's shame, shame, shame. So one star for that, Paul. Right, one star.
7: Fucking thing sucks.
2: What what was that? <laughs>
3: I don't know. All right, Gavin. Know. Thank
2: you so much. You you were awesome today, and I, I'm sorry the audio is bad. Yeah, it's oh, all right. whatever. I'll do what I can. My my the sound quality. I hope it comes out good on your end. It would like it would get quiet on my end when you were playing your clips, so and mm-hmm. then come back up. And I hope that's me and that you. Well, there was a little bit of that going on. I do this thing called compression where I compress the shit out of these shows, so hopefully that will okay. fix that. Um, okay. But I think we'll I think we'll be okay. There are just some parts because your microphone bounces around. So sometimes behind like three of your chins, and I can't hear you you very well. Fucking skinny. (laughs) Fucking skinny.